Wake up in the morning, get my grind on. Hop in the shower, brush my teeth, and get my shine on. Hey, Skylar Mac, we taking trips to different time zones. I feel like E.T. Way, these bitches trying to find home. Wake up in the morning, get my grind on. You gotta hear uh, this David and Goliath story. And I think God is allowing you guys to get this information for some reason. Yeah. Because we have never delved this deep as to what went on in those courtrooms and the people, what they witnessed. I mean, it was astronomical. What it just proves that God is real. It validates the David and Goliath story. And that if no matter what giant comes and steal or bully comes and steal anything from you or try to beat you down, that God will handle it, that he is real. And this is a testimony to him because this, the matrix and the Terminator, Terminator end time revelations, where God says that the Christ conscious is going to come back again on the earth like the first time with Jesus be born of a woman, Sarah Connor. So J.C. John Connor, Jesus Christ, grows up to be Neo, one and the same in the matrix. And John the Revelator was the only one to call Jesus the one, N-E-O-O-N-E. Neo is an anagram, a sneaky way of calling J.C. John Connor's the one. And the Terminator is the beginning of that epic story, the prequels, because... John, John Connor's father, Kyle Reese, comes and makes love to Sarah Connor, gets her pregnant, and he has to go back to the future where he came from. He can't stay in the past. Right. And it's the immaculate conception because now the man she loved is gone like he never existed, but the proof that he was there was their love because she's pregnant with the baby. Hmm. And this baby in the first three Terminators is the teenager and the Terminator is trying to kill him, a man child, and they're trying to kill him. And, and he's hidden out in the future in the matrix until he reaches the age of 30 years old, the rebellion starts. The rebels come and wake him up to his purpose, take him to Morpheus to train him and get him ready to fight the machines. On to the fourth installment, which is called evolution. The first is the matrix. The second is the rebellion or reloaded. The third is revolu revolution. And the fourth is evolution because now the new machines are a greater threat that's on in the future that Neo has to fight with. That is the real fourth installment that's been out since 2010, 11 years selling around the whole entire globe. And this year, 2010, 22 makes the 12th year that the fans have been feeding off of the matrix. So if I wasn't the real thing, the fans went and got a review on the book. Look at the five-star reviews on Amazon, on my website, truthaboutmatrix.com or matrixterminator.com. I'm the real thing. The Oracle, the Oracle herself. Sophia, you said that um, they offered you $30 million to do the, the, the fourth part, for right? For the shooting script. For the shooting script. When you read the book, listen, I want you to text me your email address. I'll send it out tonight and we'll still do another interview because you guys need to tell people what's in that book. 
Yes. Now, yeah, has Skip come on yet? Has Skip, Skip, are you there? Yeah, Skip is here. Okay, <laughs> Skip needs to tell y'all about the Marilyn Monroe voice, the vibrations and the frequencies that we can use. She would say, okay, well, uh, when we go to court, you know, um, we, I'm going to use Marilyn. <laughs> Sophia, without any paperwork in front of her, nothing in front of her, she asked the judge, what are you looking at? Tell me what you're looking at right now. And the judge read a sentence. Sophia told her the page number she was on, the paragraph she was on, and where she was in that paragraph, which sentence. And then she brought her to where she was. And you could have heard a pin drop in that courtroom. One of the uh, marshals there got up, mesmerized, walked out of the courtroom through a locked door that, you know, set off all kinds of alarms. And my man didn't even turn around. He just kept walking and somebody else had to go and turn all of that stuff off. But that's the kind of uh, uh, rapport that she had at that on that day with those people. There was uh, some friends of mine that are... Um, Navy well, some SEAL. Of, Navy SEAL. Yeah. They, they were telling me, well, they said, you know, hey, man, I... I knew she was articulate, but I didn't know she was that articulate. <laughs> I said, she is amazing. She was one of the most amazing people that you will ever meet. Okay. Um, you know, we, we've been, uh, I had been associated with those guys for 20 years, maybe more. And, you know, we've been to uh, speaking with some people who were very, very educated, et cetera. But Sophia overshadows all of them. With her consistency, persistence, um, her, her uh, gregarious living, amazing, an amazing, amazing person. And she's a really good woman. So, you yeah, know, well, Skip, you need to tell them about Christy. You need to tell them about Christine English. We had a um, experience with criminal law copyright law and trademark law at the same time. On this particular day, one of Warner Brothers' top attorneys in New York City, uh, he was on the phone with Sophia, the head attorney from uh, the trademark office, and myself. And the uh, attorney from the trademark office told this attorney, if I were you, what you need to do right now is to hang up with me, call Sophia Stewart back, and you need to make a deal with her because you are not going to win this case. That is not going to happen. And uh, he did not take that advice. He, he, uh, we were talking to him and, uh, I was blown away. He said, well, what about the statute of limitations? Asking and, me and, for law. That's, this is a criminal case. There, there's no statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know? I mean, if you're from, 
you you from the streets, you know that. <laughs> That's common. Well, like, you didn't know. I called him <laughs> Harry Potter. I say little Harry called Potter. Him Harry Potter. Oh yeah. He even had to laugh at that one. Yeah, he was cracking <laughs> up when I called him Harry Potter. I it's said there's no statute of limitation on a criminal case because every time you sell a Matrix or a Terminator, any Matrix or Terminator, it has ten years for you to get caught at the end, like Bertie Madoff. Well, you be Bernie Madoff was stealing for twenty to thirty years from wealthy people. I'm talking about millionaires and billionaires. Wizard of lies. When he got busted, he was sixty-five years old. He got hundred and fifty years because this is how the Rico had. He kept on stealing, and the the time just kept adding up, adding up for you to get caught. Now, have one of brothers of them stole in 1999 and they stopped in 1999 and they paid to stay out of jail, the statues would have ran out, but they kept on stealing, really? yeah. kept on counterfeiting. Every time they stole one item at 10 years and they brought in all these people who were aiding and abetting with them. Do you know what I'm talking about? And yes. you could be tried as a principal. It doesn't matter if you came on 20 years later. If you uh, if you apply for a copyright, you apply for a trademark, you apply for a driving license at the DMV, and you lie under the penalty of perjury, whatever you thought you got becomes automatically inoperative and invalidated. In other words, you get into a car accident, you're going to find out that you use your brother's birth certificate you had no driving license who lied to get anything from the government. And this is why they use under the penalty of perjury because they don't need to bring in no witness. You are a witness against no, yourself. Exactly. They would they would call after she had put the brief in and they would say, well, if you had done this, um, this would have been, you know, you'd have done better in this area. Sophia would take that information, do exactly what they said, because they, they were bragging sort of, well, you know, you didn't do this and we're smarter than you. Right. She would take that information, yeah. put it in the brief, the new brief, send it back to them, and win everything that they told her wouldn't have. Yeah, the judge, the judge was laughing at them. The <laughs> judge was laughing at them. They were telling off on me to the judge, well, Sophia didn't do this, and Sophia didn't do that. Well, Sophia's pro se. I don't gotta do what the attorneys do. No. Under the under the civil under the uh, federal procedure, any pro se people come in there doesn't have to follow the protocols of lawyers. If you come in as a pro se litigant, you do not have to follow the protocols of attorneys. The pro se litigant not being an attorney has leeway because the court has to be fair and just. Where a lawyer has nine years, they have a four-year degree, they go to law school for three years, and then depending on what bar they take, if they take the New York bar or the California bar, it might, they might have to do it nine times before they pass. You know why? Yeah. Because New York, you're going to make a lot of money. California, you're going to make a lot of money. Now, you might go to Mississippi and take the bar. Hell, you might pass in one or two times because you ain't going to make no money in Mississippi. You ain't going to make no money in, in Alabama. You ain't going to make no money in Arkansas. 
But any place like Massachusetts, Boston, New York, Cali, you're going to make a lot of money. They're going to make it hard for you to get that bar passed. You might do it nine times before you pass that bar so you can make all those millions and billions of dollars. Right. Let me teach y'all something. Let me teach you something. So they got all those years and the judge has to go to judge school for three years. And most of the judges are attorneys, but that lady that I called the chief prostitute, she wasn't no attorney. She, she, she had a lawyer working all her cases. <laughs> and Skip is going to tell y'all one thing that's going to blow your mind. Jonathan LaBelle was dead like, like uh, the weekend with Bernie. Mm. Remember they were taking Bernie the weekend with Bernie the movie? They yeah. were taking the dead man everywhere pretending he was alive. Well, uh -huh. Skip will tell you that's what we experienced. Hey, Skip, tell him. <laughs> was the first attorney wow. on her case and he uh, had some other guys working with him but he died okay we we uh, dug that information up and I can't tell you how many cases went to uh, you know went to court under his signature after he was dead wow mm. Uh, it was it was a, a ridiculous amount, ridiculous, and they they were using his name for years after he was dead. On cases, on court cases, wow. on court, yeah, federal court, on cases. court, on federal court cases, they go they gonna go to jail for that one. Oh my god, oh, god. that man was dead, and they was they were signing off on court cases mm. with the dead man's name. That's wow. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is like a movie. This is like a movie. We're not playing with you. We're not playing here at all. They did the same thing with that woman. Uh, I can't think of her name now. She died. She was working with Warner Brothers. And she oh, had about... Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, what was her name? Uh, oh, my God. The woman was dead. And they were still glasses. using her name on all court cases. But, yeah, they, I think there was 150 documents that were signed with her signature. Wow. He had been dead. <laughs> she had been dead for years. Now listen, yes. that woman had been dead for years, and I came in there and I busted them. I busted them it because I had called the woman's uh, office up. That's who it was. And the secretary was shocked. And I, me and this guy, Art Testament, we called up the office, and the woman was so shocked. Her secretary. You know what that woman told me? I said, well, when is she coming back? That woman said, she ain't coming back. <laughs> She's not going to come back. And we said, oh, my God, the woman is dead. Janet. There you go. Yeah, Janet. Janet. Um, Corbin. Yeah, Janet Corbin was her name. Janet Corbin was the woman's name. Wow. The attorney, she was a trademark attorney for Warner Brothers, and they had gotten a whole lot of trademarks in this dead woman's name. And Patrick Perkins, a vice president, he was the Superman lawyer that won the Superman case. His dumb ass put <laughs> in affidavits in there with lies in the trademark office. And you mm. cannot do that. Oh, no. no, no, no. Trademark is just like the bankruptcy court. It is a it is a office of money. It's a it's deal with money. So when you go in that one, you are gonna be in some serious trouble. Mm. Uh, they, and this they, fool you, put in 
lion yeah. affidavit, I think about three or four of them. And when I brought that to everyone's attention, <laughs> that damn fool asked, could he have it back out of there? Three times. Three times. And you know what they told him under this law? Once you enter anything in the trademark office, here are the laws that say you cannot get it out. Mm. You cannot get it out. Did you hear what I just said? You can't get it out. Yeah. They Mm. tell you in writing on the application. They tell you verbally when you're submitting the application. And they tell you again when you're getting ready to turn it in. Wow. And he still went back and asked for it back three times. Three times. <laughs> like a fool. Like a fool. Do it. <laughs> and they need to know something. They use this black woman. Now, y'all listen very carefully. They use her as collateral damages. She, her name is Avis Frazier Thomas. Yep. He's a, been with the trademark office for 30 years. 30 years. Hmm. And they wanted a trademark on the matrix and they couldn't get one because the government said uh, the matrix belongs to Sophia Stewart. Then they tried to get it off of two and three. The government said, "Uh uh-uh, under these criminal laws, you can't touch that either. They hired this woman, made her vice president over at Warner Brothers. She went in under the penalty of perjury. You know that the, the Matrix is a trilogy. It's not a series. It's only three movies. That's a trilogy. This woman lied and said the video game Enter the Matrix was the fourth movie, but mm-hmm. it's a video game because under the trademark law, look it up, Google it while I'm speaking, you cannot get a trademark off of a video game. That's the law. You cannot get a trademark off of a video game. You can only get it off of movies. She went under the penalty of perjury and lied and said Enter the Matrix video game was the fourth movie. Now, they're ready to go to jail because they just put out this bullshit-ass movie, The Matrix Resurrection, and said it was the fourth installment. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. This lady is getting ready to go to jail now. Because the government is going to say, wait a minute, is Enter the Matrix video game the fourth movie? Or mm. is Resurrection the fourth movie? Mm. Do you understand now why she's going to jail? Yeah. yeah. Because which is it? They lied so much, they forgot about the lie they told in the trademark office. <laughs> and under the penalty of perjury, under the pen- I can teach law. Under the penalty of perjury, it's a badass law. Mm. If you got anything and you lied under oath, it's inoperative, invalidated. And you're going to jail because you didn't lie under oath and you're the witness. And then they come out in the public and say matrix resurrection, regurgitation, resuscitation, resuscitating the dead is Mm. the fourth installment. Now, uh, hey, you killed your own self. You cut mm. your own head off. You show yourself with your foot. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You severed your own foot. Oh. You cut your, cut your own throat. Because mm. now they're going to deny, deny that they ever went in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I am so serious. They are going to deny, deny that they ever went into that trademark, but we got the documents, because guess what? 
I entered them into the federal courts of Utah. I entered them in the federal courts of Nevada. Did I not skip? Oh, that yeah. Hmm. She entered all of that in. They, they, they were busted by their own actions every single time. In Nevada, the judge uh, was removed and they put in another judge who was being investigated by the FBI when she got appointed there for improprieties that she had previously done, along with the law office that was assigned to the case. They were all being under investigation. Sophia put in a... Um, judicial notice okay what that is do you know what that is fellas no tell us what that is what that is is there's an impropriety going on in the in the court okay they're doing something underhand wrong and illegal criminal illegal. definitely illegal and, and criminal let the uh justice department know hey this is what's going on in this courtroom and you need to fix it when you put that in, you can put in an amount of money that you feel this uh, this illegal action is worth. Yes. And Sophia put in $55 billion. Did you hear what he said? Wow. $55 billion in 2019. In 2019. And guess what I put with that that fifty five billion? I put in Donald Trump's executive order, and under that he just signed that new in twenty nineteen he just yep. signed the new executive order that if you commit any RICO acts anywhere, that the government can confiscate that money under what you call uh, restitution. 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 Right. Tell them, that you can, so, they can, they can take that money under the restitution. All act. of the money. Now, what does that mean? That means that Sophia, because she won that case, is uh, getting the fifty-five billion, but the government is going to take a hefty piece of that. That's right. No matter what you think of Donald Trump, that was one good thing he did for this case. Oh yes. Even if they were to take my estimation 60 percent okay that would be 33 billion dollars she would still wind up with 22 billion dollars making her the richest woman on this planet wow. that's right <laughs> even after and had taken the majority of it and you guys know that is that much money involved oh they're going to go get that Oh yeah! Oh yes! Yeah. Here you go. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that's, you that's guys need to understand something, you know, because every time they sell a Matrix or a Terminator product, it adds tens of years to the Rico, but it's it's still counterfeiting. And the FBI told me and Skip that they would have to come in and can't and uh what you call when they take everything, they would have to come in and, what is it, Skip? Uh, and Yeah, they would have to come in and take every Matrix and Terminator products and derivatives and whatever. So 
they would have to confiscate it. They would have to confiscate it and take it. And then the liens that she has on the derivatives, the clothing, the cartoons, all of that stuff, uh, the residual stuff from those movies, she has liens on that for the entire period of time. Yeah. And their houses, their businesses belong to me. I can cash in those liens and turn mm -hmm. them into cash. And, and cash I validated $4.7 billion. That means that I entered $3.5 billion in liens, but I can enter in more liens up until $4.7 billion because you have to validate before you put any liens on anybody. It's a federal offense because you have to prove in court that these people owe you money. It's just mm -hmm. like you go to a dealership, they fix your car, and they charge you $3,000, but you can't pay the $3,000. They're going to sell your car, even if it's a Range Rover, even if it's a, a, a Corvette. They can only sell it for $3,000, but they're going to enter the liens into the courts, and they're going to sell that car or keep that car for $3,000 because it has to be proofed up that this person owe you money before you can put a lien on them. Exactly. You gotta have validated that in the courts. I had three, three CPAs, certified public accountant, expert, $25,000 each, $75,000 worth three, 75,000. And they validated to the judge because they told me they were prejudiced. I skipped. They said they were racist. They were not gonna let me use anything from the newspapers, anything from the magazine. They wouldn't even let me use Warner Brothers affidavit on how much money they had made off of Matrix and Terminate. They told me, ask Skip, that I had to have experts. And thank you, Jesus, that they did that. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> because once you bring in the expert witness, it cannot be disputed. Mm -hmm. Did you hear what I said? It cannot be disputed because it could get it could have gotten disputed had they allowed me to use the newspapers, the magazines, TV reports, mm -hmm. TMZ, or you know what I'm talking about, any of those things that they allowed the whites to use to get their damages and Jews. You see, but by them being prejudiced towards me, God turned it around in my behalf. And those experts validated that 4.7 billion. So now when I put in more liens, there will be no dispute. Exactly. Mm. Judge Joe Brown, I did his show. Judge Joe Brown said the liens is good as gold. He told wow. 100,000 people <clears throat> those liens were good as gold. Good as gold. Good mm. as gold. <laughs> so that, that includes any video game, Anything, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, Any that's, what type of, that's what type of deal Jack Jack uh, Nicholson did what we did for Batman. Yeah, he, he made sure he got all 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 the rights to all that stuff. Mm. That's Ooh. right, because people think that they're being slick and think they're getting over on you and think that you don't know the game. They mess with the wrong woman. They they sure with the wrong woman. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely just like uh, just oh, yeah, like old Mackey back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm gonna tell yeah. him like Joan, like Joan, uh, you know, with Joan, uh, what's her name? Um, the Joan? lady that was in the movie, what's her name? Joan, Joan Collins. Crawford. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Crawford. Remember that movie? They did her story. She said, "Mommy dearest." Me, Mommy dearest. <laughs> yeah, remember she said, "Go." No. She was at the table around Dewpoint, the Dewpoint Seal. Her husband had died, and they thought, "Oh, she's just a woman." She said, "Don't mess, don't f with me, fellas." <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't f with me, fellas. <laughs> and they left her alone. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was the wrong woman. She was the wrong woman to mess with. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys do not know how phenomenal this court case, those three court cases. And they will not give God the glory on two and three court case. They all they talk about is the one that got dismissed. And that's what people go on the internet. I told people, I said, the internet is nothing but a distribution platform. It is not the media. You mm. need to go to the archives, the news, and read about my winning. Read about the numerous awards I've won. Read about my accomplishments. Right. How many books are written on Matrix and Terminator? And see the copyrights and see the FBI documentations and the judges' ruling and the default judgments that signed off by three federal judges. Yeah. They're still on the internet. Ask him. Still on the internet, reading about a 2005 court case and talking about. I wrote something in the 70s. Hell, I was a kid in the 70s. Hell, I wrote it in the 80s while I was at USC Trojan. Right. <laughs> what the hell? I know that's right. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you got to be crazy. They got all this information, misinformation out there, and you ought to see how confused the people are. They are so confused. They don't even know what the hell. And I told Black people, get the hell off that internet and go to the archives and read because Whites and Jews, if they want to hide something from you, they're going to put it in the book and put it right in front of you, and you're not going to see it because your ass is going to be so busy on the internet. The internet was created for your ass to make money off of. It is a distribution platform, a selling platform, where you put your business on there, and you can make millions and billions of dollars because we got 7 billion people. Now, let me tell people something. They didn't want the Chinese to put out TikTok because they could not control the algorithms on TikTok. When I went on TikTok, I instantly got two point something million hits, 2.9 million hits. And I, I'm gonna send you the TikTok. And Bree, uh, this Bree Star, uh, a Spanish girl put me on there, jumped up over 400,000 instantly. Now they, they keep black people blocked on Amazon, Netflix, Google, Twitters, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, all of the social network, they keep black people's numbers down to keep them from making money. Now, when mm. you look at the celebrities that they're making loads of money with, Justin Bieber and all them, their, their numbers are up. Thank you so much for watching Living on Purpose podcast. That concludes this part of the interview. We look forward to part three of this interview with Sophia Stewart. She still has much more to tell. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel.